podcast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Ahead of our introduction to our guest this week, Jason Gleaves, author of UFO Photo and the Ufology Umbrella. What a title. We're going to talk about last week's show because I think we did something there that isn't done generally. I mean, a lot of you have heard Stephen Bassett on radio and TV over the last, what, 20 years now, 23 years now, since he started in 1996. But how many times have you heard Stephen Bassett talk about his background? What led him from there to here? Very rarely. Definitely. And that's what we are aiming for now with what we do at the Paracast, because the cultural aspect and the human aspect of ufology is really important. And when we got talking to Stephen about his life and how he got into ufology, and like you said, what led him into the whole disclosure movement, it really impressed me because he came across as being genuine and sincere and constructive, despite all of the criticism he's taken from a number of people over the years, and he just keeps at it. And there's something about that I've got to respect. If they want to call it stick-to-itiveness, but it's not a case of being insane if you repeat the same thing all the time. He's doing something there that is not unique to him, I mean, people have been clamoring for UFO disclosure since the 1950s. Major Donald Kehoe, he was doing that in his books. we got to have congressional hearings. There's a silence group. We know there's spaceships. They have to tell us the truth. That goes back to the 1950s. So Stephen Bassett is not unique. Now, some people say he's chasing windmills because whatever he predicts is not going to happen. And I think he pretty much admitted here, a lot of times the predictions he makes are hopes. I think we can get it done this time. So far, it hasn't been fulfilled, but we don't want to call him the guy who cried wolf. I think he's just trying. And the other thing is here, Stephen Bassett is clearly not in it for the money. I mean, he doesn't make money and barely gets his things financed. And I don't think people don't know about the fact that quite often he lives on someone's couch. Interesting. Well, you know, if if you're on the quest and you're, you know, chasing the windmills, I mean, there's the whole analogy with the windmills is that the windmills in the, it represented industry and the powers that be. And it's really quite a fitting analogy in a lot of ways. And whether you want to call him a dreamer or a bit of a Don Quixote, you know, part of me actually empathizes with someone who's got that degree of dedication to a cause. I mean, he's not doing anything that's weird or illegal like that. Jason Gleaves, have you heard of Stephen Bassett? Yes, yeah. He's, um, I watch a lot of his uh, videos and his talks he gives uh, on YouTube. Interesting guy. You just recently were at a UFO conference or UFO consciousness conference. That's almost a tongue twister <laughs> in the UK. Can you tell us about that before we get into your work? Yeah, it was called the Awakening uh, UFO and Consciousness Life Expo in Manchester in the UK. And there was a really good turnout for the conference uh, with a lot of really good speakers there. 
uh, Mike Barra, Richard Dolan, uh, David Childress, uh, David Adair, and Linda Moulton Howe, you know, to name a few. And it was um, put on by Steve Merrow and Barry Fitzgerald. Interesting that some people here from the colonies decided to fly to the UK to appear there. People you've heard on the Paracast before. You spoke there? No, I didn't speak there. I was just in there with my um, publisher, ufologist himself, uh, Philip Mantle. He's been in ufology a long time, and he's helped me greatly uh, throughout my path in ufology. And it was really promoting the book and things like that and and to network with other people and, and obviously for people to come and see me and and explain their sightings or if they want any images analysed, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, just really there to enjoy myself, really. Of course, Philip Mantle has been on the Powercast a couple of times and a lot of his authors, Flying yeah. Disc Press, come That's on it. the show because he publishes interesting books like Calvin Parker from the Pascagoula case. He never said anything over the years about what happened to him. Philip Mantle got his book and published it. Interesting. Anyway, Jason. Your first book was about UFO photos. Now, how did you get into that? What makes you able, as someone will ask, to interpret UFO photos? Well, basically, I just got into UFOlogy from an early age, uh, right the way through. It started really with watching sci-fi programs and Arthur C. Clarke books, you know, that type of thing, unexplained magazines. And the natural path led on and later on. But first of all, earlier in my life, I did have a UFO sighting with my sister when I was seven years old. And that was in Liverpool in England, in Aintree. You're from Liverpool? Yes, yeah. Okay, from you're from that place. Yeah. Yeah, that place. Yeah, we we were playing innocently at my um, relative's house while they were away on holiday. I think we were like house sitting for them. Um, we were playing upstairs, and basically outside the window, a huge silver disc craft appeared, and then took off at high velocity. And we just carried on playing like nothing had happened. I'd actually forgotten about it, and my sister reminded me much later on in life that, you know, do you remember that sighting we saw in Liverpool? It sort of came back to me then. This brings up something really interesting to me, because I was first introduced to UFOs by my older brother somewhere around that time as well. And... I started to you know, listen to the stories, and then I, they were some of the first actual real books I read. I just sort of got used to the idea that, oh, yeah, these things are real. It, was that a similar thing for you then with you and your sister that, oh, okay, well, we saw one when we were little, and of course these things are real? Well, like I said, I mean, I, I'd completely forgotten about the sighting. It was my sister that recalled the incident to me. But when she did recall it to me, that's when it sort of opened the Pandora box for me, really, because I things would start to come back to me of what we saw and we'd sat down together in the new book, the um, ufology umbrella. I've actually put the case in the back and, and images I've sat down and illustrations we've done with my sister 
of the site and we both saw that night and the location and everything so it's quite detailed that's really cool so you never went through sort of a period then where you thought oh well you know that was just a childhood fantasy and it's all nonsense and then came back around to it but you just sort of or or did you just it's forget about it altogether i completely forgot about that that incident but there were other incidents that happened later on um which i haven't sort of come out and said yet really but then it sort of led, led into my uh, military career when um, uh, an incident happened at RAF Cosford when I was in the Royal Air Force and that RAF Cosford is a base in the Midlands near Wolverhampton Birmingham England and it's quite a, a unique case really where it was a, a giant triangular ship had come down over the base and it was described to be the size of a battleship let's do our break um, here jason and then we'll continue with that sighting the size of a battleship yeah it sounds huge. like independence day almost doesn't it we've got more to come jason gleaves is our guest he's got a couple of books about ufos but very important is that first one also about ufo photo because we want to know about that There's so many photos out there. What do we do? With Gene and Randall, you're in the Paracast. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items. And entails T-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast Jumbo tote bag, all sorts of T-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pau Diarco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus doesn't grow on. So it naturally has antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-infection, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. But maybe more importantly, Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pau Diarco Super Tea builds corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer happens to die in oxygen. The tea is great for healthy people and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pau Diarco Super Tea is only $34.95 plus shipping. Order now at ShopSuperTea.com or call 818-984-6100. That's ShopSuperTea.com or call 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. 
ACNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right. We cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. When you have a pain in the neck, a real pain in the neck, back, shoulder, or legs, you now have two convenient choices to get fast relief without taking another pill. Because now, Sunny Bay heating wraps and pillows are available at both Amazon and Walmart. Yes, see Sunny Bay's four and a half to five star customer reviews on Amazon.com or Walmart.com. Our microwavable heat wraps, heatable neck pillows, and extra large body wraps are designed better for perfect support where and when you need it. Even while driving, Sunny Bay wraps will not burn and stay balanced to provide soothing hot or cold therapy to help treat temporary or chronic pain. And the best part, Sunny Bay quality products started under $20. Join thousands of happy customers and see why Sunny Bay products have a lifetime 100% positive rating on both Amazon and Etsy. It's easy. Click Amazon or Walmart and search today for Sunny Bay. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon you'll need a plan and place to survive. Forget bunkers. You're not a live underground gopher. You need survivalist camps, the ultimate fully functional off the grid mobile survival bug out house that's well equipped and custom built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Bold statement, you bet. See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family survival to survivalistcamps.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Before we return to Jason Gleaves and that huge battleship-shaped object he's talking about, as you know, someone put up a joke on Facebook about storming Area 51. I mean, it's got to a point that 2 million users have signed up. It's supposed to happen September 20th between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. What is this thing about 3 a.m.? Well, now there's a report here that Senator Jackie Rosen, one of the U.S. senators in Nevada, says, please don't. It's not safe. And the article is subtitled, The Truth May Be Out There, But Finding It This Way Is Not Safe. But can you imagine, Randall and Jason, if thousands, not millions, but thousands of people show up? Yeah, it's, um, it's, it'll be a messy place. <laughs> I think all the responsible ufologists are, are just saying, uh, don't go. It's really not the thing to do. And uh, there was an interview basically on YouTube, I guess. They were saying, Look, last time we had 30 or 40 cars out here, there was a big traffic jam and nobody was going anywhere. So you can imagine (laughs) even a few thousand cars who took it seriously ended up showing up out there. It's almost like years and years ago, a friend of mine, not a friend, employer, had tickets for Woodstock. Okay? And everybody wanted to get to Woodstock and the New York Thruway was backed up for many, many hours. Jason, you were talking about this UFO sized like a battleship. And of course, I likened it to Independence Day, but still, can you tell us more? Yeah, this is um, the incident that happened at RAF Cosford in March 
It was over the, the base and the area of RAF Cosford, like I said, near Wolverhampton, Birmingham in the UK. The story really begins throughout the UK on that evening because it was a, a black triangular shaped craft that was seen and it was craft of similar description were seen throughout the uk that night it was a bit of a buzz of that type of ship or craft being seen but this incident happened early hours of the morning in march 1993 and there was a young guard who was on the guard post again in the first book uf photo i've actually explained in detail the, the, the whole incident that happened and you, it takes you through a step-by-step step where the young guard RF Cosford is a, a training camp so they, they train different disciplines there throughout the Air Force and then they'll go on to their service th- throughout the world so part of their duty was to do a guard duty stint at numerous gates throughout the base and this actual guard post was on the airfield side so it was a gate like a crash gate straight onto the airfield so emergency vehicles could get on there like ambulance and fire engine if an aircraft was in danger this young boy must have been 18 or something and he was in the actual guard post and in the guard room which wasn't too far away where you've got the guard commander and the other off-duty guards and the RAF police and etc they said all of a sudden the radio started to go mad and this young man was screaming down the radio to get the guard commander out to the airfield to the guard post he was at because um there was something huge over the airfield you know he was obviously panicking so upon hearing this the guard commander the rf police etc got in their vans and land rovers and all drove out and they all witnessed this huge craft like i said it was described the size of a battleship so it was huge it was right probably i'd say half the size of the runway i don't know the exact size and length of the runway but you know it was a huge craft this thing took off at high velocity and then later on there was another sighting another ref base which is not too far away about 20 miles away um called ref shawbury there was an on-duty air traffic controller, radar operator, and they actually saw this craft come in over the airfield where, where they were stationed, and it was firing lasers towards the ground. And they the only explanation they could put to it was that it appeared to be looking for something. But throughout the UK, this thing had been seen, or a craft of similar description, was seen by on-duty policemen and other members of the public. And then, obviously, the day later, uh, Nick Pope, he was in Whitehall at the time on the the so-called UK UFO X-Files desk, as they call it. And he came out and he took over and, you know, did all his investigations and everything afterwards. That's really interesting. I mean, there's a history over there of UFOs buzzing the airfields. It seems like, I mean, there was, you know, the Lake and Heath Bentwaters, and then there was the Rendlesham Forest. Now we've got this one. So, of course, back in those days, it's not like everyone carried around a cell phone, so you could just whip it out and take a picture. No, definitely not. I mean, I'm sure photographs and film was probably taken of this craft at the time. But um, again, they probably got lost somewhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> conveniently lost yeah. somewhere. 
it's it's a highly sort of sensitive case, um, and uh, Nick does actually mention it in his talks when he uh, does um, his UFO talks at con- uh, different uh, conferences around the world. You know, at that time, was that one of the nuclear bases as well? Then, no, no. It, uh, RAF Cosford is a training base uh, where they'll train you know, different disciplines in the Air Force itself, and then they will go on from the basic training to the bases where they'll be posted to. It's also got a a large uh, museum, and there's every single type of aircraft from around the world at this museum. Over the years, it's been discussed where this craft, where could it have come from? You know, was it one of ours? Was it a secret covert craft? Was it um, extraterrestrial we really don't know, but we, we've discussed it, whether they, they've come down to the base to have a look at the base or they've come down to have a look at the museum with the old aircraft. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, you know, you'd think, well, what, what is it that they're doing there? You know, you could think, OK, with, you know, the Rendlesham Forest one, that was that was supposedly a nuclear site. But, you know, just as sort of a training base, I mean, what, what would be their interest in something like that? If it, if it was extraterrestrial in origin, let's say they were there to observe how we're trained or things like that. Another thing with the museum itself, it's full of a lot of test aircraft. So there's a lot of aircraft in there. There's only one of it's the original aircraft of supersonic, the first transatlantic flight. And it's not just English aircraft there. There's American, German, Japanese as aircraft from all around the world i would have thought it'd be of interest to them that is pretty interesting actually that sounds like a place i'd like to go i'd love aircraft and that would be just a cool place to visit period it's not like they sent you know landed and got out a, a landing party and said hey can you show us the museum are they trying to send us a message maybe by something doing something like that or quite possibly Quite possibly. Um, again, that's the thing about UFOs or unidentified craft, especially. Guys, I got to end it here. Jason okay. Gleaves running here with J. Randall Murphy running here with Gene Steinberg. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hbextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hbextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. Do you feel like many of us? All the distractions in the world taking our minds and focus off what really needs to get done day to day? Well, Jeunesse has a dietary supplement called Mind to help with mental distraction and it supports memory function. Go to GCNLife.com now to check it out. You're only at your best when your mind is at its best. Go to GCNLife.com or call toll free 844-443-6637. That's GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. USA Radio News with Wendy King. 
The Supreme Court has ruled that President Trump can use $2.5 billion in military money to build part of his border wall. The suit argued that the administration violated federal law and only Congress can allocate funds. The administration has gotten an agreement that might help stem the flow of migrants. It's a very important signature. The president spoke of the Guatemalan interior minister as he signed a safe third country agreement which will grant asylum to those who seek it so that they don't have to continue further north. Acting Homeland Security Secretary Kevin McAleenan says it would affect asylum seekers coming up from countries south of Guatemala. So if they arrive in the U.S. not having availed themselves of that opportunity, they'll be returned to Guatemala. Days earlier, President Trump threatened to impose a severe penalty if Guatemala didn't agree to the deal. This is USA Radio News. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right call because the best prices are not online they're with smartfares see smartfares has special deals with the airlines when they have unsold seats they use smartfares to fill them so you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices our prices are too low to publish online with the extra money you'll save you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 800-871-3291. 800-871-3291. Again, that's 800-871-3291. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with Reputation Defender. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with Reputation Defender. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper, article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with Reputation Defender. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Hi, this is Bryce Abel. I'm the producer of Dark Skies, the co-author of AD After Disclosure, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. With Gene and Randall and Jason Gleaves, we continue with a fascinating discussion. Go ahead, please. Randall? Before the break, we were just saying how interesting it was that this large craft came down over a building that housed a lot of different aircraft from around the world. And that's not really all that unusual. Like, I think it was John Lennon's sighting that he said that this thing came down the East River and then made a left at the United Nations building. Like, so, you know, (laughs) it's like, hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, things, I I mean, I'm I'm sure if ET craft are visiting the Earth, it's pretty much of a zoo to most 
that come because like we go to a zoo to see animals uh, that are endangered, <laughs> whether we're endangered, it's probably the same type of thing. They, they will come and visit and, and then go on their merry way. It's just one idea that it, it could be visitation. Well, something that you've got here too is uh, you've got some education in uh, actually, uh, was it a BTEC National Diploma in Aircraft Finishing and Expertise in Modern Civilian and Military Worldwide Aircraft Armaments Recognition and Visualization. So, I mean, if you're looking up in the sky and you see something flying up there, you're going to have a pretty good idea whether it's one of ours or one of theirs. Yeah, definitely, really. And that really leads on to sort of my quest going forward with ufology and starting to wake up myself to what's really going on and and sightings and things like that. And then I sort of got into the uh, UF-only Facebook page. So I started analysing photographs. And the way I look at it, and I say this to other people, I see it as the, the Richard Dreyfus syndrome where when you get into ufology itself, you just go totally bonkers, (laughs) sleepless nights, and you want to watch every single video going on YouTube, and you're reading book after book, and you're looking through the internet, and there's not enough information for you to take in, you know what I mean? And So I really started going into the analyzing of photographs, and it sort of grew from there, and the page, and then people would contact me, and... I've analysed thousands of photographs of people, not necessarily just people that want their analysed photo put on Facebook as such. I do get an awful lot of people who don't want their name put out there. They just want answers. Um, And I treat, you know, obviously confidentiality as a high regard for them. But they're just like I was. I wanted to know the answers, and I'm just trying to give them the answers. Well, I mean, not only... Are there people that you've talked to, uh, like say on Facebook, and people contacted you? But you've and when you were saying you were going onto YouTube, now you've got your own YouTube channel as well. Yeah, yeah, which I checked that. out there. Yeah, and so uh, and it made me wonder. Now it's it's a UFO only. Now what I'm kind of wondering is is UFO is do we have the NLY? Does that stand for anything in particular, or did you just kind of like the sound of UFO only? My wife came up with the the name for the (laughs) Facebook page. I just wanted to get a page out there. I wanted to get images down. I wanted to analyze old images that have been around for a long time, which I knew weren't UFOs, but I wanted to put the record straight with those. And I couldn't come up with a name. And my wife just said it one day, and and we stuck with it, and it sort of went from there. So... Okay, that's cool. So, and it's kind of easy to remember. I was just was wondering if there was a meaning to the other letters in in the acronym. Yeah, it's just UF only, as in UF on its own. But the web, the Facebook page has gone way beyond that, you know, because of the analyzing of the images and and everything else. And it was just the start of the journey of that side. Then it just seemed to have took off. Oh, sure. And, you know, it's good to have a short name, too, if you're trying to find things on the Internet instead of one that's 43 characters long that people just can't remember. So, yeah, no, that's actually a pretty good name. So maybe you could tell us about some of your uh, your best 
photos and and how you came upon them and and uh, that sort of thing. Yeah, again, the thousands of photographs and and footage that I've actually analysed for people, but one that really stands out the most for me is the footage which is in the first book. Um, a UFO photo where I analyze footage from an Argentinian civilian pilot. Um, it, the actual video is on my UF only YouTube page. So people can see the, the actual footage for themselves. And basically it's pilot who, who doesn't want his name out there. He's quite happy, but he'd, he'd actually seen other ufos when he'd been up flying uh, for his job um it was just a single turboprop plane that he flew so with him seeing other ufos in the past he thought well i better take my mobile phone with me so this was about 2014 i first came across this footage and it shows a forward view out of the cockpit and the pilot is looking straight ahead. You can see the cloud base around him. He's about 5,000 feet up in the air, and he's just flying along very clear, even though the images on the, well, especially the cameras on the mobile phones from 2014 are nowhere like today, but it still wasn't too bad. And he was flying straight ahead, and he saw two objects approaching him from his port side, his left-hand side out of his window. And he, he's continually looking forwards with his video camera. And the two objects, one, the first object is a huge cylindrical shaped object. And it darts directly right in front of his aircraft, goes right across. And then it's followed not shortly after a second or so afterwards by a smaller object. Um, he's continually looking forwards, which I wish he had actually panned to the right, but he didn't. He was still flying his plane and looking forwards. But he was looking to his right, his starboard, out of the window. And he said the two objects did a, a large arc to the right and then came back in formation, which you can see directly ahead, and they buzzed his aircraft right in front again. Um, and that's the, the short footage. You can see the video on YouTube on, on the web page, and it's actually analysed in the book. But I, I think it personally, it's one of the best I've seen. That's pretty amazing. Uh, I'm not, I, you know, I I look at so many videos, and and this is one of the real problems. A after a while, I just kind of gave up on them until someone like yourself could come along and say, look, I've had a look at these. They're legitimate to me. They seem to be actually the real deal. We're not sure what they are, but they're not just somebody who's put some CGI into them or whatever, because I can't tell the difference with some of them. How is it that you go about determining what's for real and what's not? It's, it's really difficult now. Um, to distinguish between fake or CGI and, and the real McCoy. Uh, the, you go with a gut instinct, really. You need to do your homework. You need to really find out about the person, if you can, the location and everything else around it. Other things that could come into play, like other aircraft and weather conditions, um, uh, like local 
airports or air force bases um just basically really do your homework go into it and then um when i get an it'll say an image as an example really i'll always try to ask the the person that sent me the image for the original image and i mean by the original images the one that was actually taken by the person on the a camera or anything else similar to that we've got more to come we'll talk about the photos of ufos and more jason gleaves gene and randall you're in the paracast thank you for listening to gcn visit gcnlive.com today Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the protectors find out more at rockoids.com that's rockoids r-o-c-k-o-i-d-s.com most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the u.s what if i told you for just 54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally at heart and body extract we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart don't just take my word for it check out all of the success stories at hpextract.com or to order call 866-295-5305 that's 866-295-5305 hpextract.com don't risk it when you can take charge of it Fellow patriots, my name is Todd Savage, founder of BlackRifleRealEstate.com. Like you, I was a prisoner of the alt-left sanctuary state, until one day I chose to lead my family to freedom. Today we live on a sustainable 20-acre homestead where we shoot, hunt, garden, and homeschool our children without the tyranny of the nanny state looking over us. If you're ready to flee the city to the freedom of Idaho or Montana, our Black Rifle Real Estate team is here to help. Go to BlackRifleRealEstate.com. That's BlackRifleRealEstate.com. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do 
all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and sling bows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Hi, this is Joshua P. Warren, author of The Poor Man's Paranormal, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Now, I presume just about all of the photos you're looking at are digital, correct? No, some of the old photographs are the 35 mil. Uh, format so they're they're less likely to be manipulated with with like a more modern day photograph which should be um pixelated etc things like that so now i think the thing that always bothered me about ufo photos through the years and we go back to the classic ones there are very very few that show a distinctive object that looks unusual and even those a lot of those are of course faked And it raises a larger issue, not just whether any particular photo appears to be of a real object of an unknown nature. It's why we are so unsuccessful. I mean, we have the camera now that in everybody's pocket. We all got cameras. We all get cameras. And we would think, hey, these cameras are high quality. A lot of them can take 4K video. Why don't we see more than lights in the sky? What's your feeling? Well, yeah, you do actually see more than the lights because a lot of people will send me photographs of lights, but I use it basically a Photoshop, but it's not Photoshop in the terms of where you're actually manipulating the the image or changing anything in it. All you're really doing is using the filters in that to enhance and to blow up whatever you want to see. You can change the, the light. And it it generally does bring out a lot more detail of the object. But again, you do get the objects where they are aircraft um, coming into land and you got to look for the, if it's a video, then you'd be looking for strobes, aircraft strobes, because they're obviously on every aircraft, civilian and military worldwide. and, And they have to be shown as standard through civilian and military aviation law. So there's a couple of standout. You've got wing tip lights, which would be different colors, red, uh, green, etc., things like that. Uh, if it's coming into land at an air- airport runway, uh, you'll get the landing lights, which when the undercarriage comes down, it's very bright. So from a distance through different conditions could, you know, appear different to somebody who's viewing it from a long distance away. 
So there is a lot you can actually do. But you do also get the the images people sent. And, and most time, let's say most of the time, a lot of the time, you, they will be birds. They're out of focus or they've flown in front or bugs, etc. You know, and you, you, you're trying to make out, really, it's, it's been... Bit like Sherlock Holmes, you know, you've got to really be diligent and get in there and, and like you said, do your homework. Well, I think one of the most important things you said too, I mean, there's there's first of all, there's just the act of analyzing the video itself to d- say if okay, is this some sort of lens flare? What's going on with with the picture and just looking at the picture? But it drives me nuts when I go onto the internet and there are these sites and I'm not even going to, to name them because I think we know what, who and what they are, but they'll just show some video and you try to find out more about it. Like who took it? Were there any more witnesses? Where did it happen? And did it even really happen at all? Period. And there's nothing. It's just all it is is this vague video that shows something that's off in the distance that was allegedly uploaded to one of these sites that just repost it. And you know, when you said you have to go out and interview the people, when you're actually interviewing someone, and that little light that looks like just a vague light off in the distance on your video or your film. They tell you, well, we watched this for a number of minutes. It moved and zipped around. It made right angle turns. It wasn't just me. It was my neighbor. Well, all of a sudden, you've got a whole different level of credibility going. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and those sort of answers are the, the answers you really should be looking for. And again, the person, you know, is are they doing it for clickbait? You know, that type of thing making money out of videos, et cetera. And that's where the CGI comes in. And it, it is a pain in the backside. Uh, it does make it more difficult. But you, you, like I said, you've got to really knuckle down and, and find out. But when you actually go in and look at certain craft or images of craft and you've distinguished or, or ruled out whether it's civilian military uh you, you're sort of narrowing the field down each time but you know you've got to also think that when people if they are seeing real ufos because that's really what we're here to try and you know un- unravel real ufo photos um you know, you've got to think we can only see as human beings, we can only see visible light in certain spectrums, you know. So on the electromagnetic spectrum, we're on a very, very short band of seeing an actual craft. And, and you also get witnesses, and I've spoken to experiences and witnesses when they say they see a craft and nobody else sees that craft. Is it on just the wave band to them is it linked to them you know it it just opens so many other questions along the way yes those are really interesting questions too and there's maybe a you know a number of possible answers for that and uh but just getting to your point about well human beings do see in the visible lights that's why we call it the visible light spectrum because it's visible to us other animals can actually see in higher lower wavelengths and that aren't visible to us but our visible spectrum we don't get to see things 
very clearly like the infrared signatures or the ultraviolet. So when you get these new cameras that are out there now, like the night vision cameras, some of them yeah. pick up in different ways. So you, you, what we might only see is, say, a triangle of lights. With one of these devices, you could see the whole craft in between. What do you think of that sort of technology? Is it useful? Well, that, that's sort of one step further from the military night vision goggles and things like that, where, where they've really progressed on and people are using them to for sky watching at night, especially. I, I do a lot of work for James Gilliland at the SETI Ranch and Peter Maxwell Slattery, ESETI Australia, and they both have the, the X-ray, uh, X-ray, sorry, the night vision goggles, and you can see the actual footage that they send me, and I, I actually analyze for them, where you can see craft coming over, orbs of light, but they, they actually power up and power down where they'll go bright and, and obviously diffuse back down again. They'll change direction in the sky, and all the time there are no aircraft strobe lights, anything that can distinguish to a civilian or a military aircraft or an aircraft that we know about. So it could be covert. You certainly can't rule out covert craft. But it, if you've got the equipment now, which is actually stepped up and you, you've got people that can see in the ultraviolet, etc., infrared, all the different types of radio waves, and we are seeing an awful lot more in our skies. So you really think some of that stuff out at like the Sea City Ranch and that is is for real. And, you know, I've had my doubts about some of it. But just the other day after talking to you um, just in advance of the show, I went and checked out some of those videos. And there is actually a really good one there that I saw of this big, it looks like some kind of a blue orb. And mm-hmm. I, I was like, actually, that is a pretty good video. And, and you, you do figure those things are for real? Yeah, definitely. Um, there were there was actually a piece of footage. I don't know if I've posted it up or if James has, but it's from two thousand and eight. I think it was the earlier days of the ranch. Um, it isn't with uh, infrared or night vision goggles. It's just a normal camera, and he's got three orbs in formation that are actually coming up. And he's got, it's for quite a few minutes, this video, so you can see it come right over them and then disappear off towards the horizon near Mount Adams. And when I actually analysed the footage, the three orbs stayed in a perfect formation throughout. They didn't deviate at all. And as they passed over, when I actually analysed it in more depth, um, it was so much better because you could actually see a structure that was coming off in a triangular formation. So, again, I advise anybody to go and see that footage. I'll tell you what, we're going to have to do a quick break here. Jason Gleaves talking okay. about decoding or looking over UFO photos to see what's going on. We've got Gene Randall and Jason. You're in the Paracast. <laughs> listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. 
A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no obligation quote. 1-800-919-5435. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-919-5435. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-919-5435. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now... Here's Gene Steinberg. What we try to do with a guest doesn't always work is send them a signal that we have 30 seconds left or 45 seconds left before a segment ends. I'd love to have a little button, though, that I could send them a little current. No, 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 that doesn't work. (laughs) An electric current. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, sorry I was falling asleep there, Gene. (laughs) It's wake them up. Yeah, that's funny. So, yeah, okay. So we were just actually talking about some of these interesting sightings that were like at the Sea City Ranch, you know, where people were, some people just go, no, you know, that's just, and I think some of it is just, I don't know, fireflies, airplane, lens flares, I don't know. But some of them are a lot harder to explain. Mm, Yeah, definitely. Um, I advise anyone to go and and check out James's um, webpage and and Peter's, Peter Slattery's. Um, There's quite a lot of images, and I I would actually put Peter in probably the top 1% of the world in ufology for sightings because the evidence he's actually accumulated, he can go out and photograph the numerous different shapes of craft uh, i've actually put some some of them in the second book under uh heading of different he's got so many different contacts ce one two three etc because uh, he's had experiences where he's had uh et's in his house and he's got photographs there was even a photograph i analyzed for him not so long ago when he was staying at the seti ranch and a being 
manifested itself just at the end of his bed and he took a photograph of it and that's on his page and then i also had other photographs where i would overlay them so you could see what the room looked like without the image there or the anomaly etc and you can see for yourself make your own mind up yeah no, and that's, was that's a- pretty interesting like they did that with the phoenix lights and you could tell pretty much right away then oh yeah some of these were definitely flares you know mm. that doesn't explain some of the other witnesses saw you know this large craft flying directly overhead but you know the ones with the lights kind of going down be behind the mountains in the distance yeah i mean that became obvious that's basically what they were mm. it's 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 basically doing your homework again even when people come to me to have images analyzed I'll, i never call anybody a liar i would never diss them in any way i would always try to you know give them a positive outcome but there are times where i've analyzed images and footage for people and basically it is an aircraft or anything like a bird or an insect and you 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 have to sort of break the news to them which isn't nice but you know but in the first book there was a good case i analyzed that was put to me by uh, philip mantle and it was photographs he was taken, not him personally, he was sent them by, it was a civilian airline pilot that was on vacation in Wiltshire in the UK. The actual image that he sent me was of a Union Jack flag on, on a flagpole, and that was obviously the, the topic in the photograph. But either side of the flagpole, you can see two disc-shaped craft in the sky behind so philip sent me these images so i went to the the process of analyzing them like i always do upscaled them and you know got the original photograph etc and really at the end of it i actually confirmed that they were both military aircraft because when i put it through the photoshop and did the filters and everything else for them and did a comparison to even the same one was actually a tornado aircraft, which I actually used to work on at my time in the Air Force. So I knew the tornado inside out. And the second, I think it was a American intruder aircraft. But when you can actually see in the book where I've actually put an image and illustration of the actual aircraft in the same position to what is shown in the book, and you can see the fin you can see the fuselage and you can even see the wings you know everything is in the same proportion so you know even qualified people can make a mistake of what they're actually seeing yeah well that's really important though to for you to be able to do that because if everything we see is oh my god it's a ufo well then we're just going to lose credibility we have to be able to be objective about it and do exactly the kind of objective research that you're doing in order to sift out the stuff that we're interested in, the real unidentified flying objects, UFOs, things that are some sort of alien craft from things that are mundane, normal aircraft that are made on this planet or within the realm of our civilization i mean i don't know where ufos come from that's another topic but you know we've got the ones that aren't from around here and then we've got well our own stuff Mm, yeah definitely for the fact people have misinterpreted the actual 
uh, well, not word, but the letters of UFO, because UFO stands for unidentified flying object, which is anything really until it's identified. When people hear that UFO, they just, well, I'm not saying everybody, but they assume probably extraterrestrial in origin. So it goes to the movies, probably their fault for all that. Um well, not really. I mean, the, when you get into the Air Force, and they're the the United States Air Force, that is, they're the ones that came up with the acronym to begin with. They created mm-hmm. it. And when you go through their actual regulations and their definition, it doesn't leave room for anything else but some sort of an alien craft. And it was basically invented to replace the words flying saucer because everybody was going, well, look, these things are flying saucers from outer space. We might presume outer space. We don't know that it's outer space, but we know that UFO, if that's what it is, when we're talking UFO, we're talking from about something that's not from around here, not simply just like... Uh, you know, just because it's unidentified, it could be anything. But the, you're right. The media kind of takes that, and we hear that all the time. Oh, you know, this is UFO, and that's a UFO, and this is a UFO. Well, it's not. It's just some vague light off in the distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree on that. Yeah. It's it's a sort of the actual UFO has been misinterpreted for whatever reason. Um, well, that's because you and I maybe do more homework like you know we go in and we look if you're a ufologist you're going to go in and you're going to look at where the word came from and look up its history and who made it that was edward j rupelt you know Mm -hmm. author of the report on unidentified flying objects the guy who created the word you know you get to know your history most people in the media i don't think really know the history so they just kind of go with what they've heard and fly by the seat of their pants with it and try to make a story out of it Mm, yeah, I, I think so, and and also Hollywood bring in the move. I mean, I, I'm a great lover of sci-fi movies, Star Wars, Star Trek, anything science fiction. I've been brought up watching Doctor Who in the UK, and I think you, you get it in America too, don't you? Um, Who's your but, favorite Doctor? Tom Baker. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm a Tom Baker yeah. fan. Gotta love Tom Baker. Yeah. But I also like the new female doctor that's coming now, so. Jodie Whittaker, by the way. Yes. I have not seen the episodes because for quite a while I was without access to BBC America. So that didn't uh-huh. help. But I want to ask you a few things here also getting back to the older UFO photos and what we might want to learn yes. about. What we might want to learn about that. So our guest this week is Jason Gleaves. He's Got a couple of books that we're talking about, The Ufology Umbrella and the original book, UFO Photo. Okay? So this is going to be a fascinating discussion as we continue. By the way, we want to remind you that we have that other radio show after the Paracast, part of the Paracast Plus, and this week we'll feature Morgan Knudsen, who has been on the Paracast before, and, of course, William William Puckett will be delivering his UFO sighting update after the Paracast, part of Paracast Plus. Go to plus.theparacast.com. Jason, Gene, Randall, you're in the Paracast.
Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, and like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I would flip-flop all night long, I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Hey everyone, Proactive MD has an incredible offer for our radio listeners only. Stay tuned for our exclusive offer that includes a free charcoal pore cleansing brush and free shipping. Proactive MD with prescription strength adapalene can heal and prevent future breakouts. Today, for just $19.95, we're offering listeners the three-piece Proactive MD system with free shipping, plus a free gift, the new charcoal pore cleansing brush. Get this exclusive offer by calling now, 1-800-583-8662, or go to Proactive.com and enter promo code radio you heard right proactive md plus free shipping and a free gift the new charcoal pore cleansing brush you'll get all this for just $19.95 and their 60-day money-back guarantee you're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or you get your money back call now 1-800-583-8662 that's 1-800-583-8662 or go to proactive.com and enter promo code radio again go to proactive.com and enter promo code radio Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I helped thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. 
I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. All right. I want to ask you here, since we're talking about photo interpretation, have you tried to go back to some of the classic UFO photos and see what you can glean from them? Yeah, the first book was more of a sort of DIY in ufology. What well, I wanted people to who would just come into the the ufology sort of realm uh, to understand, like I had to sort of learn from the beginning because we're like everybody else. You watch everything, and you come up with your own ideas, your own mindset. So really, I wanted. People were asking me questions on what what you do, what you look out for, you know, like the electromagnetic spectrum, explaining that side of it, uh, misidentifications, birds, etc. And then I wanted to really go through the, like you just said, the, some of the original photographs. And one that really stuck out was the Los Angeles, the Battle over Los Angeles, nineteen forty-two. It's always been a fascinating image when i've seen it and obviously when america just come into second world war etc a lot of political unrest in the world and this craft had come over which it's documented you know really well already but i wanted to actually look at the images and get the see if i could see what the craft was with the spotlights on it itself. So I analyzed it again. I went through everything like I do with everything else, upscaled the the original image that I could get and, and basically go down that road. And I don't know if you've got, a, you could actually see an image of it yourself, but you can actually see detail on the original photograph. You just see a large uh, cylindrical, not, not cylindrical, more of a disc shaped object in the center which is illuminated by all the spotlights and the flashes of uh flak and you know artillery fire at it you can actually see a lot of detail in the uh image itself you know structure to the craft it's got shapes and all kinds of wings and things like on it so unless you can see an image of it, it's difficult to explain so you've had it had the opportunity to see a, like a a more a closer to the original printer or something that? Well, I, I can't remember how i found it but i got the clearest i could actually find you know from the original source and then i actually analyzed the image went in did like i said use filters and everything else to actually bring out the detail it's detailed it's never been seen before um not on anything i've seen anyway and it's, it's fascinating to see and then i also took an original photograph of the, I think it was North Westwood Boulevard uh, in Los Angeles. And it was around 1941. That was the best I could get when it was taken in that, like a high street looking out towards where the sighting was at the time. And I've overlaid the actual images of the strobe lights where people would have seen it on that night. Oh, that's pretty interesting. 
That takes a lot of work. I mean, how long does it take you to do something like that? Oh, uh, well, I, ne- I never stop really because I've always got people contacting me to do images for them or to have a look at images. Um, and this was just one of the ongoing things, which was part of the book, which slowly grew along the way. Um, and like I said, it was going just down those images, like another one further along, I, I took on the, the Trent, is it the Trent photographs, um, which are 1950. Again, these are all classic UFO photos. It's something about the original classics that I, they intrigued me more really because they were before digital cameras came out. So it's more the old uh, film in the camera. And again, with when you've got multiple like Trent images that there were actually multiple images taken at the time. So I overlay them. And one thing that actually does prove is that the object has moved. So there is an object there because in the Trent, I'm just looking at the photographs. Now you've actually got a telegraph wire that goes across and you've got the disc, which is above. And there was another image below where the images actually moved more side on a side elevation view. So I overlaid the two together and it proves that the distance it's moved, you know, quite a considerable distance in the sky. Interesting. Yeah, because, there, you know, some people say, no, you know, it's like a truck mirror or something like that. And uh, then there, then we, there's others who still swear it's real. Another classic that people have been, and there's been some talk about this, you know, the Roswell memo image where they've gone in and tried to uh, extrapolate what some of the letters are. Have you have you looked at any of that? What do you think about it? I, I did have a go at that a couple of years ago and, and did get part of, I haven't got the information on me now, but I can remember at the time it was going around Facebook and a lot of the UFO pages were trying to, it was when the original photograph came out, a more in detail photograph, I should say, where you could sort of make out slightly what was wrote, but um, it was at such an angle, it was quite difficult to make out. What do you make of, you know, these, the people will say, I, I went to take a picture of it and the, my camera was drained of power. It, it, it had a fresh battery in it, uh, mm-hmm. but for, for whatever reason, you know, we get this, this power drain that seems to be happening with the modern stuff. Whereas, you know, back in the old days, a film camera, most of them didn't have batteries. It was all manually operated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hear that a lot with people that have said the same thing. Also, I've got friends who go out to um, Rendlesham Forest because a lot of anomalies and things happen around in the forest itself where orbs and um, strange mists where beings within the mists are seen um, and on some of the images, but friends of mine will actually go down and do that sort of work quite often say that the, the battery will die instantly on their camera or their phone or the video camera. And even the batteries that they've got in their pack that are fully charged up because they charged them before they left, uh, were completely dead as well. Again, worldwide, this isn't just obviously, a UK thing. It's worldwide. It happens everywhere. Um, whether it's the, again, it comes back. If it's ET, are they doing it? 
so they don't want to be seen. It, the, the multitude of questions come up for this, why it happens this way, who knows. Have you been able to draw any conclusions, like even just general ones from sort of in total from your work, like what's really going on, how, you know, how much of a real physical phenomenon are we dealing with, or is it more psychological, that sort of well, thing? That's really why I called the second book the UFO, UFOlogy Umbrella, because that's the way I see UFOlogy today. I just see ufology is a huge umbrella and it goes off into multiple directions that also is a cause for many many debates the multiple mm. direction of ufos ufology jason gene randall you're in the paracast thank you for listening to gcn be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon you'll need a plan and place to survive. Forget bunkers. You're not a live underground gopher. You need survivalist camps, the ultimate fully functional off-the-grid mobile survival bug outhouse that's well-equipped and custom-built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Bold statement? You bet. See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family's survival to survivalistcamps.com. Fellow patriots, my name is Todd Savage, founder of BlackRifleRealEstate.com. Like you, I was a prisoner of the alt-left sanctuary state until one day I chose to lead my family to freedom. Today we live on a sustainable 20-acre homestead where we shoot, hunt, garden, and homeschool our children without the tyranny of the nanny state looking over us. If you're ready to flee the city to the freedom of Idaho or Montana, our Black Rifle Real Estate team is here to help. Go to BlackRifleRealEstate.com. That's BlackRifleRealEstate.com. USA Radio News with Wendy King. The Supreme Court has lifted a freeze imposed by lower courts on the Trump administration's shift of nearly $2.5 million in Pentagon funding to begin construction on border barriers in Arizona, California, and New Mexico. Guatemala has signed an agreement to be a safe third country, requiring migrants from there, El Salvador, and Honduras to apply for U.S. asylum there rather than at the U.S. border with Mexico. President Trump says the agreement sends a clear message to smugglers and human traffickers. Your day is over, and we're investing in the future of Guatemala. It requires migrants who cross into Guatemala on their way to the U.S. to apply for protections in Guatemala instead of the U.S. border. We'll protect the rights of those with legitimate claims, and we'll end the widespread abuse of the system. This is USA Radio News. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS and you cannot afford to make payments to the IRS, you may qualify for the CNC tax program. This is a new program, and if you qualify, you won't make any payments to the IRS while in this program. Once you're accepted into this program, the IRS is forced to stop all harassing collection activities. No threatening phone calls, no wage garnishments, no bank levies, and no more monthly payments to the IRS. Get ready to write this number down. It's the most important number you'll ever need to 
end your IRS tax nightmare. Call Paramount Tax Relief at 800-547-4804 for a free confidential consultation to find out if you qualify for the CNC tax program. Once you are accepted into the CNC tax program, you won't make any payments to the IRS while in this program. Call Paramount Tax Relief now at 800-547-4804. That's 800-547-4804. Again, 800-547-4804. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with Reputation Defender. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with Reputation Defender. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper, article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with Reputation Defender. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. This is Leslie Kane, and I'm with the Coalition for Freedom of Information, and you are listening to the Paracast. Now, in the old days, we defined the various facets of ufology as a serious scientific branch and the wackadoodle branch, which was the contactee branch. So, of course, you wanted to be scientific. You didn't want to be considered crazy, eccentric, or maybe some of us do. But you're talking about different paths, I assume, more than just those two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got contactees, obviously, people that have had experiences. And, you know, I've had experiences myself, as I've explained, you know, things that have happened, whether they are, you know, explainable or not. I'm still on that journey to find out myself. But, you know. It just goes off. The word ufology is just the main word, and then it goes off into hundreds of diverse sub subcategories and directions and questions. Obviously, sightings, and then with the sightings, that will spur off again into another category of analyzing sightings and then reasons for it. It just goes on and on and on, even down to craft. Really, it, the craft seen over years. Really, you've got your disc-shaped craft, elongated, uh, cylindrical shape, which is cigar rod-shaped. And more lately, we're seeing more orbs in our sky, and especially around the chemtrails, that type of thing. A lot of people photographing that time. So again, another category of different types of craft that are being seen. Well, you're, you're so right about that. And we kept talking about, well, you know, what really is ufology in, in a lot of ways? And you're so right about the umbrella term. Like one of the things we've got on our forum is oh, we've got hundreds of threads and we get talking about this. And someplace uh, we've got a flow chart that I created that starts at the top with ufology and then it goes down and it branches out into something that is sort of like serious ufology on one side, and that's where you have the scientific 
look at this phenomena where you're dealing with objective material evidence and trace evidence and analyzing soil samples and seeing if there's any radioactivity, that sort of thing, then coming to some sort of a conclusion. And on the other side, you've got what's, what's called the cultural side of things, which goes into everything from entertainment to the arts to marketing to virtually anything to do with culture because it's really the largest portion of ufology that there is. When you think of all the movies and the books that are designed just for the average person and not necessarily an academic, our society is merged with this phenomenon. It's part of our of the background of virtually every society on the planet now. Somewhere we're exposed to the idea that that there's alien visitation in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you there totally. Um, it, more people are waking up to the fact, and more really because in the general media as such, uh, you know, we've got the BBC and everything, Sky over here, you have um, all your NBC and, you know, all your news channels over there, and it's been spoken about more openly, um, and people with the scientists coming out, especially saying that we're discovering more planets, more inhabitable planets, which again, and then also you've got the, um, to the stars Academy, which have come out and now with Congress and, and people speaking openly in, in government and, and higher jobs, you know, um, in the government are speaking out about these things that are happening, UFOs, especially Tic Tac. It's just, snowballing it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger well that takes us right back around to where we were at the beginning of the show where do you think we're going to go with this whole disclosure thing or do we need it i mean do, do people like us out here in the field who've done our homework and already know that we're dealing with a real phenomena do we really need the government to tell us that they're real i don't think we do personally but i do think the majority of people who are slowly waking up to this ufology phenomenon as such, um, they need to see a newsreader on a big mainstream news channel sitting in front of them, wearing a suit, tapping his papers on the desk saying UFOs <laughs> have landed. Yeah. But most of us in ufology know they have been here for a long time. They've been visiting, you know, and, and I've got evidence that I think personally with footage and things like that. With the To, to the Stars Academy, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm still not 100% sure. There's things that stick out. I mean, one thing I do say when I first saw the footage from the, um, it was an F-16, was it, the Tic Tac, and you've got the object and the pilots are following it and woohooing and everything, which is normal. But down, if you actually look at the, the hood display itself, on the right-hand side of the hood, down the right-hand side, there's the word slave. It's wrote slave. Now, me, personally, I know slave in terms of military slang word is another name for drone. So, like I said, there's, there, there are things that niggle me when I watch these things and, and the way it's been televised and brought out. And so I'm still on the fence slightly. 
Right. Yeah. You know, that's really interesting what you're bringing up there about the videos, because when they were first brought out, it was sort of implied. and, And I think to make us believe, to lead us to believe that these particular videos that they were showing us were the same ones that the pilots were talking about. Mm. in the original uh expose and of course that goes back to the internet even before the to the stars academy people there's an article about the nimitz incident and there's actually a pretty good documentary out there about the nimitz incidents that's completely separate from the whole to the stars academy thing for the people who don't know go check that one out instead of the to the stars academy thing yeah because it's been put together by people who were witnesses there and it's actually really good. So, and it clears up some of these exactly what you're saying, where we're led to believe that some image we're seeing on TV is the actual evidence for the claim that's being made. And yeah. it's not always the case. And also, um, it leads on really to when they brought out um, an image, and it was clearly a helium balloon. yeah um do do you remember seeing that and i don't know how you can make such a mistake it's beyond me really and it made it slightly a bit of a laughing stock really um again just another thing whether they're gonna they do say they've got so many more videos they're gonna bring out and uh you know i know damn well that they've got better videos than the ones they've released so like i say watch this space yeah or somebody has better videos Uh, we're not really sure who and when we get looking at where those ones came from uh some of the looking that i've done that isn't you know just looking at the to the stars academy but where they came from and how they got released they said that we thought, I mean, they, meaning the people who released them, said that we thought we were releasing them under the understanding that they were some sort of training video. And Mm -hmm. then they got sandbagged with the whole UFO thing, and they weren't really very happy. And they said, okay, well, I don't think we're going to let them have anything else. So I'm, I'm real. I think it's kind of a dubious claim that they've got all this, you know, more videos that nobody's seen. I'm, I really don't think they do. I'd be surprised if they do. You know what? You raise a point here, Randall, which is maybe they do that as attention getters. We got more evidence. Come and join us or become one of our investors. I'm not saying that's necessarily what they're doing. Maybe they do have the evidence. But we also hear claims from people. They've got evidence. And then somehow, some way, it never seems to show up. Or when it does show up, it's disappointing. We got more to come with Jason, Gene, and Randall. What that means is you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. 
Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on this special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First game attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the protectors find out more at rockoids.com that's rockoids r-o-c-k-o-i-d-s.com fellow patriots my name is todd savage founder of blackriflerealestate.com like you i was a prisoner of the alt-left sanctuary state until one day i chose to lead my family to freedom today we live on a sustainable 20-acre homestead where we shoot hunt garden and homeschool our children without the tyranny of the nanny state looking over us if you're ready to flee the city to the freedom of idaho or montana our Black Rifle Real Estate team is here to help. Go to BlackRifleRealEstate.com. That's BlackRifleRealEstate.com. Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at HBExtract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. HBExtract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Bags under the eyes, crow's feet, fine lines and wrinkles are things adults complain about as they age. Now there's Instantly Ageless. It works in minutes and is great for men and women. Here's a clip from the Rachel Ray Show testing the results of Instantly Ageless. Board certified dermatologist, Dr. Whitney Bowe. If you're looking to try to turn back the clock on a budget, you know, in the privacy of your own home, but actually there's some recent technologies emerging, almost like changes the behavior of the skin right. while it sits on the skin. She went off to try a product called instantly ageless yeah instantly you could see a difference even the cameraman were like wow look at the difference yeah I mean, but i would definitely use this product this product within minutes of applying it it was actually a very dramatic rejuvenation try instantly ageless today at gcnlife.com that's gcnlife.com 30-day money-back guarantee and preferred price discount at gcnlife.com that's gcnlife.com Seven million children suffer from asthma more than any other chronic disease. Most asthma attacks are caused by allergic reactions to allergens, including those left behind by cockroaches and mice. In fact, 82% of U.S. households contain mouse allergens, and cockroaches are found in up to 98% of urban homes. How can you protect your family? Find out at PestWorld.org. A message from the National Pest Management Association and the American College of Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology. This is Jacques Vallée, and you're listening to the podcast, The Gold Standard of Paranormal Radio. Mm-hmm. 
We are talking UFO photos, real, imagined, or somewhere in between, with Jason Greaves and Gene Steinberg and Jay Randall Murphy. Randall, pick it up, please. Yeah, so we were just talking before the break there about yeah, what kind of evidence is really out there and how much more do we really need than what we've already got if we get doing our homework? You know, do we really need the To The Stars Academy people to tell us? Or can we look uh, at even the history up until this point and say, well, look, you know, we've got a lot of good photographs and a lot of good cases even prior to all of this uh, Nimitz and Tic Tac UFO stuff. What are some of the better ones that we have, say, up to that point, in your opinion? Um, well, in the book, I just generally skirt over ones, I think, like you say, the the uh, Los Angeles sighting, really because it's one I've been brought up looking at in magazines and watching UFO shows. And, you know, Arthur C. Clarke, Mysterious World as a Young Boy, and, you know, and like I said, the older the photograph, the more intrigue I want to really find out if it's real or not. Hey, do you remember a show called In Search Of with Leonard Nimoy? Yes. Yes, I do. Vaguely. Okay. So something happened with, with me, and I just need to know if, if you watched the UFO episode, because when I was watching it, and this was back on the original airing of it, they had a movie. It was a. Uh, it was some sort of. I think it was a thirty-five millimeter film of some people doing a dig, an archaeological dig, and this faceted, shiny, disc-like UFO came up over the embankment and down in and around this archaeological dig that was quite large. It was you know it was about the size of say you know the kind of hole you'd see for a large office building foundation and people were down in in various levels and this thing went down in there and was around and they had these film cameras on it and then the show just went off the air and all there was was static you know because it was an air show so you had that sort of poltergeist type television thing happen to you did anything like that happen to you or do, have you met anyone else that that's happened to that remembers that um i don't know about the show itself but now you got me curious i'm gonna have to watch that now but um uh again it's just i get all kinds of image i get amazing images people send me of um grays and ets and when they're taken on board crafts um and you can see the et in front whether they've taken the photograph consciously or not, I don't know. And it's just the, the different types of craft that you do see. Um, and like I said before, you, you, we are seeing more of the orb-shaped craft in the skies. I, I can go out at night here in my own garden, and I can look up and I can see craft every night going over and they're not satellites because i use the satellite tracking websites which are there free the free for everyone to see they're very accurate um i know where the flight paths are for manchester liverpool airport etc i know the actual flight paths for british aerospace in the distance where the beluga comes in to land at the the factory there so everything is eliminated. Even these orbs that I see myself, no strobe lights. And then in the same 
piece of sky, you can actually see a real aircraft with the strobe lights flashing. And it's two completely different things that you see. Yeah, it makes a real difference when you can see them side by side, and you have to really look to to find those. This brings up a point. Our special correspondent, William Puckett, who comes on on After the Paracast each week to give us a UFO update, he's recently got himself into a whole bunch of radar records because he requisitions the Freedom of Information Act for these things, and he discovered that there was in some of these tracks some aircraft flying way up there at 80,000 feet. And mm. it had a transponder, get this, okay, the transponder code, which I didn't really know or understand about, but I wanted to bring this up. And I didn't have time on the last after the Paracast be- because we just ran out of time. This is really interesting. He said the transponder code corresponded to the frequencies for the SR-71 or the U-2 now, we know that the SR-71 has been retired, or has it? There's still rumors that it's still out there. And then there's the U-2, which I was surprised to find is still in service. So, you know, you might still be seeing some pretty high-flying military craft up there that we kind of thought were out of service, but are still, you know, they're taking taking pictures from way up there. Yeah, that, that, that is um, quite possible that you there are military aircraft too and i I do understand military aircraft while um on exercises etc will fly without lights and and things like that too but going back to the et side i i do believe that a lot of the sightings are to do with freak frequency and again like we said before the frequency for the visual sighting and things like that um but I also wrote in the new book about a lot of musicians, the way musicians nowadays, when they're, they're having sightings themselves, you know, you, you've got famous people, Robbie Williams and Dan Aykroyd, people like that who have had sightings. And a lot of the musician side is, like I said, I link it to the frequency that they're more open to the frequencies that are going on. Well, you know, in case of Dan Aykroyd, he's been a very, very, Vocal advocate, he's a lifetime member with MUFON, but a lot of this goes back years and years. John Lennon had a lyric in one of his songs about seeing UFOs and nobody seems to care because he, during the time he was estranged from Yoko Ono with May Peng back in the early 70s, saw UFO. And just in relation to that and related, the late Reg Presley of the Trogs, Wild Thing, you know that thing? He wrote a book on crop circles. Uh, Of course, we have Jimi Hendrix with the song Up From the Skies from the late 60s. David Bowie and, you know, the list goes on. Oh, yeah. Not to mention the Foo Fighters. I mean, and there was a band called UFO. And, you know, I've seen a UFO. And, of course, you know, we were talking uh, off air about the the music video that I put up not too long ago. I mean, what is it with musicians and UFOs? Uh, We had uh, Ben Eno. Remember that, Gene? They were really great guests. We got talking about frequencies and music. And they had an incident where they heard this sound which was like a C note, I think he said, that they could follow around outside and the audio, they could zero in on it somehow where it was in stereo and it just, they followed it around and it went off up into the air, but they couldn't see anything. 
mean, that's yeah. fascinating. Well, yeah. you know, in that particular well, they, case, that's not unusual, as we see. And you're right. Anyone who has some tendency towards the arts may see a UFO or have a psychic experience. I haven't had anything that was really psychic, but my background includes taking 10 years of voice training, playing a little guitar and a little bit of drums. Didn't help. <laughs> one of these days, Gene, you know, when you're going to be outside and looking up just at the right moment, or you're going to get a knock on the door, you know, from the MIB, and you're going to go, finally, you know, what took you guys so long? Well, it may have happened already, but they used the neuralizer on me. <laughs> that explains it. Well, people say that what happens to me is that I use a neuralizer every day. I'm addicted to one. But I tend to think that some of our politicians may be more amenable to that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, that's why they don't definitely. say anything. Yeah, that's Stephen. That's, you know, th we should have brought that up with Stephen Bassett. That's what they really do to him. You know, they get George Bush in there, or Trump or whoever it is. And all of a sudden it's like, boom, flash, gone. They don't really, what? UFOs? Uh, don't know anything. You know, I'll tell you yeah. something, though. Whenever we mention politics, even just a sentence or two. Oh, you liberals. Oh, you whatever. I saw somebody <laughs> on Facebook. He was ballistic. I like to listen to the Paracast, but all this politics. I said, it's just a few sentences. What difference does it make? It's freedom of speech. You do not have to agree with the politics. And with UFOs, there's a lot of politics because we talk about disclosure. We talk about government yeah. investigations of UFOs. We talk about possible visits by government agents or men in black. All this mm. military whistleblowers. How can you leave politics out of it? The Pentagon UFO study. The Pentagon. Senator, former Senator Harry Reid was responsible. Politics. What are you going to do? What we're going to do is have some more action-packed adventure here. I don't know where I came up with that. <laughs> with Gene, <laughs> Randall, and Jason, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items and entails t-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of t-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. 
Hello? Congratulations. For what? For losing all that weight. How'd you do it so fast? ASAP. ASAP what? What's that mean? Are you ready to get as skinny as possible, as soon as possible, as simple as possible, and as sexy as possible? I'm listening. Then get with the ASAP program. It's real and it works. No smooth talk, no slick advertising, and no exaggerated claims of success. I've got to know more. Welcome to ASAP, as slim as possible. Whether you have 10, 20, or 50 pounds to lose, ASAP is your weight loss answer. ASAP targets the abnormal fat reserves and makes them available to be burned as fuel and contains no caffeine or hormones. Order ASAP at wholesale prices or join the team to share the business with others. Visit GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Lose weight and look great with ASAP as slim as possible. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. You know, I was about to say here was a radio satire made years ago where they satirized old westerns on TV, and basically all you had was people walking around saying nonsensical things. And then you heard another thrill-packed adventure. And that was supposed to be funny. Showing something with no action, it doesn't matter. We're back on the Paracast. Jason Greaves, we're talking about UFOs, UFO photos, the UFO umbrella, and all that kind of thing. And trying to figure out what is really, really going on. Now, I like the second part of the title, Close Encounters Are Not Enough. How so? Really? Again, that goes back further again to more than UFOs themselves. It goes down to experiences. And as you said before about men in black, um, my father had an experience with the man in black uh, when he was a young boy in Liverpool. Um, And I've I've wrote about it in the second book. Well, tell us about it while you're on the air. We we want to hear about that for sure. Yeah. In the book is the illustration I did. My father, he's um, ex-military himself, so over the over the years, he's he's quite um, difficult to get things out of. And when I sort of broke into ufology and and started digging deeper and deeper, I can remember sitting at home, and he just came out with it as we sat there, and he said, "Oh, I I had um, a man in black incident when I was a young boy, and it took me a long time to get the full details, but." Basically, during the 1950s in Liverpool, he was at home playing in the living room. And this is before they had a TV, just had a, a wireless radio. Uh, my, my uncle and auntie were in the, the, the other room and he was just running backwards and forwards, playing in the hallway leading up to the front door and the living room itself. And he said he was running towards the hallway up to the door and stopped because as he looked up, he said a tall, dark figure actually walked through the front door, actually sort of visited, you know, uh, materialized. And he said the door was all locked up for the evening, you know, locks on it and everything. And he said, first impressions, he said to me, it looked like a pilot. 
uh, like a World War II pilot. So I thought, oh, yeah, but over time, and I've got the description out of him, he was wearing a suit. They said this man, he said it was a man, and he was wearing a suit, and he had like a trilby hat, a real white face, plain. And he walked through this the, the front door and beckoned him to follow him up the stairs, which, of course, he didn't. He did an about turn and ran back into the living room and told my auntie and uncle that were in the in the room, um, which they poo-pooed and said, no, you're just making it up. And when he ran back into the hallway, he said the figure had gone. Wow, that is a, a really interesting mm-hmm. experience. How old did you say he was then when that happened to him? He said he was probably about seven-ish, probably round about that time, but it was during the 1950s. And I actually sat down with the information he gave me and and did an illustration for the book because uh, obviously there's no photographs at the time. And when he saw the illustration I did for him, he was quite taken back with it. You know, he was quite, oh, that that's what I saw. Well, don't you think that's kind of amazing that that happened to him around the same age as when you and your sister had the experience? Yeah, yeah. And they do say experiences, etc., do run in families. And there are a lot of things happening like that, you know, through experiences in general. Yeah, I think that's really fascinating. And they almost have an, this one that you were just talking about, it was almost like an apparition type of experience. So, uh, you know, I wonder if the phenomena is connected somehow. It's hard not to think that maybe what people are experiencing as apparitions, maybe they are these aliens that have some kind of cloaking technology or or something that allows them to be able to seemingly materialize or dematerialize. Yeah, yeah, literally. Well, you hear people who have had experiences and they say they've been taken through windows and walls. And and again, I think like you do there, um, that people that see ghosts and apparitions, etc., could be seeing ETs. But I'm, I'm not ruling out that there are ghosts or apparitions. I just think they're on the same wavelength. Also, I've had people that have contacted me saying, They've had beings or whatever uh, actually come into the room that they were in. But one person said that a huge elephant walked in the room. <laughs> elephant? Uh, yeah. And okay. then later on, they it manifested into a grey. So, again, it goes back. I think they actually portray or, or put in the thought into your mind that you would see what you would actually be comfortable seeing instead of a, an, an ET, say. Because the, the gentleman that had the elephant that walked in the room used to like going to zoos and, and seeing the animals. So it goes back to that side. I wanted to bring something up because you're talking about this, seeing what you want to see. And that goes back to some theories about UFOs and co-creation theory and collective unconscious that what you perceive to be a ufo is a ufo because you want and or expect to see one we live in a sci-fi culture that if you saw the same thing 200 years ago things would be vastly different just like they saw airships in the early days of trying to develop heavier than air flight yeah 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, even down to the ships. I mean, some people like to see nuts and bolts, and they'll be happy if they see a nuts and bolts. But again, ufology is now with more people waking up to this phenomena as such that, you know, you're talking interdimensional ships, uh, craft, ships that will actually morph in shape. I know Peter Maxwell Slattery, he he actually has got footage of one that is actually morphing into different shapes. So, you know, we, we've got to think bigger than just nuts and bolts. The, you know, it's, it's a bigger thing out there, you know, and you've got to think if there are ET races out there, they're going to be far in advance of anything we've got. Um, you know, because we're still using rockets as such to go into space and to the moon. And, you know, it's way beyond that now. Of course. Then there, yeah, I mean, just uh, play devil's advocate a bit here with that. And, uh, but before I do, I just want to uh, acknowledge what you were saying about Peter Maxwell Slattery, because that was one of the videos on the YouTube that I went and checked out that people should go and check out because that interview is pretty interesting. And now, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, we're getting out there into fringe ufology and yet you're going, well, people do have some pretty strange experiences. What am I supposed to make of this? It's pretty, it's a pretty interesting interview that you've got with him there. And so I I was wanting to get into talking about that, but at, Mm. at the same time, when we get about into talking about, things like morphing ufos and that sort of thing well really something like active camouflage and we're developing very similar technology to that right now where we can make things look like whatever we want them to look like using different forms of technology so i mean this goes back to star trek they have the cloaking device well if you've got a cloaking device uh, you can really extend that a little bit further and say okay well i can make it like a hologram I can make it look like our ship, a nuts and bolts ship, is anything we want it to look like. So it could still be solid nuts and bolts technology, just giving the illusion of magic. Yeah, yeah, but a clever. I mean, even down to when I, I left the Air Force in 96, and at that time they would start to develop paint for the aircraft where if it flew over land it would go green to the land environment if it flew over the sea it would go to the color of the sea so you know even down to paint schemes it's not just cloaking devices we'll talk more about cloaking devices or not jason gene and randall you're in the paracast Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S 
Drinkwithdave.com. If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO, private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-506-6740. 800-506-6740. That's 800-506-6740. You've been hearing Dr. Wallach talking about 90 essential nutrients, keeping the body healthy. GCNteam.com now has Beyond Tangy Tangerine tablets, 60 plant-derived minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, packed in a powerful tablet. But that's not it. 160,000 auric points, a knockout punch to free radicals. Call 877-878-4203 or go to GCNteam.com. That's 877-878-4203. Fellow patriots, my name is Todd Savage, founder of BlackRifleRealEstate.com. Like you, I was a prisoner of the alt-left sanctuary state until one day I chose to lead my family to freedom. Today we live on a sustainable 20-acre homestead where we shoot, hunt, garden, and homeschool our children without the tyranny of the nanny state looking over us. If you're ready to flee the city to the freedom of Idaho or Montana, our Black Rifle Real Estate team is here to help. Go to BlackRifleRealEstate.com. That's BlackRifleRealEstate.com. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. The IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how'd it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. (laughs) I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes... Take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. 800-503-8625. 800-503-8625. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Every time I talk cloaking devices, I can't help but think of Klingon, Bird of Prey, (laughs) the Romulans. But you see, it's very interesting here when we talk about inventions, how Star Trek... It wasn't the only sci-fi adventure that did this, predicted the communicator, the mobile phone, the tricorder, your Apple Watch or your iPhone or Galaxy S10 or something like that. Yeah. Science is experimenting with matter transportation, the transporter. Science is looking into warp drive. And of course, in the Star Trek 
lexicon, warp drive is, happens in the middle of the 21st century when there's some guy named Zephyrin Cochran. You've heard that legend. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, well, Gene Roddenberry for the Star Trek side, you know, he, he must have had some inside information because the, um, the actual devices, like you've just mentioned, uh, are out now where we're just uh, in his science fiction programs like Star Trek and that, so way, way in advance. Well, you know, now you can raise the really wild, wacky theory. Gene Roddenberry may have been privy to reverse-engineered technology from the crashed spaceship at Roswell or somewhere else. I mean, that's an ultimate conspiracy theory. From 1947 through the mid-60s when Star Trek premiered, no, it couldn't be. Uh They just had some really good writers, some science fiction writers and some really creative people writing for them. Mm, yeah, and well, like you say, though the 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 actual you know uh, equipment and the mobile phones and everything that uh, we're, we're using now, and you know, rely, a lot of people rely on them now. Um, going way back, Arthur C. Clarke, he was the same. He he knew an awful lot. He knew about the internet way in advance of it coming, you know, full fold. And look how fast it's happened, too. So, you know, really, when you start looking at the rate of acceleration of technology, maybe we're not that far behind them. Maybe within the next, like Gene was just saying, within the next hundred years, we'll be catching up to them. And that's why they started to take an interest in us back in the 40s, because they knew it was coming. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to be joining the Galactic uh, Federation before long, maybe even within our lifetime, if we're lucky. They'll sense the warp signature of the Vulcans. And we'll have first. No, that is silly. But on the other hand, it's also possible that when we achieve a certain level of development, we may meet somebody who may be around now and doesn't really want to meet us. Or what we attract may not be what we want to attract. Yes. Yeah. Stephen Hawkins did stay there about ETs, didn't he? Saying, you know, do you really want to go looking out there because they might be nasty? Yeah, he kind of warned us the other way. Well, you know, be careful what you ask for. But, you know, with this Peter Maxwell Slattery, like, what do you really make of him? Like, how much of his photographs, for example, have you looked at or have you been privy to any actual of his real life experiences? Or Yeah, yeah, he's a good friend of mine. Um, I've done an awful lot of analysis really i sort of came across him through mary rodwell when he had a regression session with her again it was one of the many videos i was watching and i sort of contacted him read his books and then watching the videos and again with it being the image side to it that's when i realized that he had some really good footage and it was worthwhile taking the time to to go over them and, and and really bring out the best detail I could. And then I realized it wasn't just craft. He was, he was actually filming and photographing. He was having the experiences where they were uh, beings coming into his house. But then he had footage of it as well to back up. You know, he he says blatantly to everybody that, you know, he he doesn't care if you believe him or not. He just wants to get out the information that he's been getting. Obviously, the big explosion more really when he's gone to um, James Gilliland, the SETI ranch near Mount Adams again. It's a bit of a hot spot there. Everyone that goes there will probably 
you would probably think they would see something from the footage I've analysed anyway. And there was a case with Peter where he had a, a, a grey that was actually peering around the corner. If you go onto his webpage, there's a video that I've analysed for him um, and filtered it so you can actually see. And it looks like a, a grey, the typical alien grey type of being, and it's peering around the corner as he set up a camera in his house. So, yeah, I, I, I do generally think he's up in the top 1% with sightings and footage and, and, and information and backup he's got that, you know, backs up everything he's really saying. Yeah, I, it was a really interesting interview, but you know, a part of me, okay, part of, and this is a confession for all the people out there who, who are the believers, and, and it's not that I'm not a believer, I've seen my own I've had my own sighting. I've had lots of weird stuff happen. And yet, when I start hearing the stuff that's kind of like, to me, way out there, I kind of go, well, how come we've got these people who claim to, you know, have gone on to actual starships to do lectures to people about and then come back and say that I'm a contact? We still have those people. We've had them on the show. We have people like... Peter Slattery, who's been interviewed, why don't we have some definitive material, scientifically verifiable evidence besides sort of, well, kind of vague pictures that we can't really Mm, say for sure? You know what I'm saying? I I understand what you're saying. Um, Yeah. uh you're like really like everybody else. You, you want to see something credible, nuts and bolts type of thing. And again, that's really where ufology is taking the next step. It's gone further again because now we're talking interdimensional craft. We're talking, you know, things a lot more out of the realms of what we're normally thinking of. When, when I analyze footage, I I like to look at images and I tried to go into depth of that actual case that I'm working on. I'll, I'll go into as much as I can. If, if I can't do it, I certainly know somebody who probably could help me in the U- UFOG community as a whole. But I mean, even down to some of the craft, I mean, you've heard the uh, expression where people say after a UFO has been seen or witnessed, they see um, a substance called angel hair. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, when I've researched into that, without going too depth deep into it, scientists all around the world have analyzed this substance um and they call it um spiders webs they called it all kinds but the, nobody has actually come up with an actual what it actually is but part of a substance within this angel hair is a substance called boron now boron is actually used in protecting nuclear reactors mm-hmm. now to me that's just another you know corridor going down the route of saying, is the, the craft E.T. or is it man-made? Let's go into more of this. And I have a question about Angel here in the next segment. Jason Gene Randall, you're in The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. 
Visit GCNlive.com today. Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hbextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hbextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blocket Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. USA Radio News with Wendy King. The Supreme Court has ruled that President Trump can use $2.5 billion in military money to build part of his border wall. The suit argued that the administration violated federal law and only Congress can allocate funds. The administration has gotten an agreement that might help stem the flow of migrants. It's a very important signature. The president spoke of the Guatemalan interior minister as he signed a safe third country agreement which will grant asylum to those who seek it so that they don't have to continue further north. Acting Homeland Security Secretary Kevin McAleenan says it would affect asylum seekers coming up from countries south of Guatemala. So if they arrive in the U.S. not having availed themselves of that opportunity, they'll be returned to Guatemala. Days earlier, President Trump threatened to impose a severe penalty if Guatemala didn't agree to the deal. This is USA Radio News. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50+. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-399-6392. 1-800-399-6392. That's 1-800-399-6392. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may 
allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-301-5435. That's 800-301-5435. 800-301-5435. This is Micah Hanks of the Gray Alien Report, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. The angel hair. We used to read about that all the time in the early days of the UFO field, but not so much recently. Jason? No, because I, I think it goes back to the early craft. Now, the early craft were probably experimental craft by the military, which were using nuclear reactors or nuclear power as the source of energy. Now, a substance that is part of the angel hair is that boron, and it's a rare substance. Now, that substance, like I said, is for in use, generally in use to protect against nuclear reactors. Well, that's pretty interesting. I'm actually right now, you know, this is just what I'll do. I'll go, oh, well, I wonder if spider webs have boron. And they've got an article here. It's it's called How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Radioactive Spider Webs. And these are spiders (laughs) that create webbing that have boron that help protect them from nuclear uh, radiation. (laughs) I mean, I mean, there you go. You know, it's amazing the stuff that you can. (laughs) if you you go look right yeah that's what i find if i'm digging i generally you know i'll I'll close one door but another three will open but that doesn't mean that stuff isn't happening and that material Mm. stuff isn't happening like like you know what, what we're talking about you know it's it's almost like what this phenomena is doing is saying okay we're gonna show you we're here but we're not going to give you any material evidence. And mm. then we're going to study what you make of that and see what you do with it and how you interpret it. Yeah. See what you end up. Okay. Yeah, so we are part and parcel of an alien psychology experiment. Yeah. That seems to me, well, to me, what it's adding up to because it's all about our behavior. These crafts seem to initiate behavior on the part of us by behaving in a certain way and seeing what we do in response to it, whether it's lights or flying around and having them be chased by jets and then evading the jets. But they they do it in a way that elicits a certain kind of a response from us. Yeah. But, yeah. but you know something here, what that also may indicate is the aliens are playing games with us. Maybe alien kids are doing that. Let's play around with those silly humans and see what they do. We can't really ascribe motives to alien beings if that's what they are. We don't know how they think. We don't know what they want to do with us or whether they care one way or the other. This this is it, yeah. They could actually be turning up on a joyride. I think if they were that irresponsible, though, we would have got the evidence because humans are pretty smart. 
thing around. It doesn't mean they're not smart. It may mean that they just don't care. They think we're so primitive that they can do just about anything they want. They would have slipped up then. Well, maybe they did. Maybe they're, maybe, you know, Roswell, it was a real crash, you know? Maybe their joyriding was just, (laughs) they went a little too far that day. That was some drunk aliens, you know, on (laughs) Romulan ale. They drank that Romulan ale smuggled in from the neutral zone. That's how they did it. Yeah, I don't know. It's way more complex than all of that. I mean, these are fun things to talk about, of course. Mm. Jason, for you, what's your take on all of this? Because, see, what it's done with you, like many of the rest of us, uh, Gene included, is your experience and your, your wonderment about the phenomena has led you into a lifelong search for answers Mm, yeah the jigsaw puzzle and piece by piece it's it's going together to be fair i don't think it's that far from completion and the people i come across which i would never have dreamt of speaking to before people from all over the world who come to me with stories and experiences and they've never met each other i mean a good example there was a lady come to me from hungary and I don't think they had internet and stuff. You know, it was an older couple, but it was when they had marks on their body and they couldn't explain these marks and they were like a red, a bit bit like um, a bullseye sort of crosshair marking on, on their arm and they couldn't explain how they got it. But the thing that was amazing really was another person come forward with exactly the same marking in the same position in the next village, which this other person never, ever went to, didn't know that person in the village. So again, it goes back. It's another category of the, you know, ufology umbrella is people where they have markings on their body and, and unexplainable markings. Maybe that's why they don't come down because they need to have some explaining to do. (laughs) You know, there's all these people to be going, you know, whether they were really abducted or not, they'd either be getting blamed for something they didn't do or they'd be getting blamed for something they did do. So there's no real good outcome for them. If, If they land and everybody goes, yeah, they're here for sure. So many people are going to have so many questions. Yeah. Yeah. And so many insurance claims. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> or yeah or is or would they call it an active god i guess you know can you really yeah. call aliens an active god i that I, yeah well then we go back to ancient astronauts i want to ask you because we're going to go catch as catch can here because we have a segment and a third left i'm going to ask you a few things maybe offbeat from photos ancient okay. astronauts do you think maybe strange things happened a couple of thousand years ago that may or may not be related to what's going on now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, more with the ancient aliens and TV programs similar to that are making people more aware. But you've got the depictions worldwide, unexplained depictions of they look like E.T. and things like that. You know, extraterrestrial in origin, they've got long, thin bodies with helmets on. You've got um, statues, and you go through the world, you know, through all the old civilizations that were here. All unexplainable, but again, it's all history that's not being brought forward, and 
taught to people at schools and universities, etc., where you know this is the real history and it's been kept from people. If aliens visited us, then could they have seeded humankind? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, again, I mean, you you can listen to that many people in conferences around the world uh, and you see them on YouTube where they'll talk about ancient aliens and, and what their interpretation of what happened or they've got proof or they've got documentation. Um, again, it's really down to the person watching it to what they actually believe or not believe or led to believe. Um, yeah, that, that definitely could happen because that is – over the, the new book, like we explained, it's on um, close encounters. So there are seven categories of close encounters. And, you know, you can go through them all. I can briefly go through what they are if you want me to. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, you got CE1, which is close encounters one. Let so me just pause site. for a second. We have about 50 seconds left. So we'll cover some in this segment, then in our final segment. Jason? Oh, okay. Well, I will go into more depth, but uh, C7, that's uh, in, in which a human and extraterrestrial mate sexual intercourse or artificial insemination to produce a hybrid being. So that explains really what you've just said. Well, that's pretty amazing. Because, I mean, as a ufologist, I've... I'm missing this whole CE7 thing <laughs> in my <laughs> classification rating. So this is a little bit newer. Uh, you know, it's for, for us, it, it, it just it, it goes up to four, and then that can kind of include all of that other stuff. So I guess there's some people that have just added some extras on there, depending on the specific nature. Break time. What's, I have something I can break. I should break a pencil or something to have the sound <laughs> effect. Jason, Gene, Randall, you're in. The Paracast. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap. But not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com host. Once again, that's technightowl.com host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Fellow patriots, my name is Todd Savage, founder of BlackRifleRealEstate.com. Like you, I was a prisoner of the alt-left sanctuary state, until one day I chose to lead my family to freedom. Today we live on a sustainable 20-acre homestead where we shoot, hunt, garden, and homeschool our children without the tyranny of the nanny state looking over us. If you're ready to flee the city to the freedom of Idaho or Montana, our Black Rifle Real Estate team is here to help. 
Go to BlackRifleRealEstate.com. That's BlackRifleRealEstate.com. Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hbextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hbextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. This is George Dory from Coast to Coast AM and History Channel's Ancient Aliens. We support the amazing energy, nutrition, and skincare products from Jeunesse. Jeunesse products are designed by leading doctors in their field with natural ingredients and even stem cell technology. These products help your body perform and look better. Shop Jeunesse at GCNLife.com or call 1-844-443-6637. GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. Can somebody help me? I think my air conditioner's dying. Nurse, I need a compressor and a condenser coil. Stat, sounds serious. Doctor, it's losing pressure, and the blower motor is unresponsive. Sounds expensive. That depends. Do you have an American Home Shield home warranty? No. Well, then I'm afraid I have some bad news. Before your next home system and appliance breakdown, be sure you call American Home Shield. We help cover the cost when major components of up to 21 home systems and appliances die. Either we'll come to your home and repair them or we'll replace them, no matter their age, including your AC, washer, oven, electrical, and plumbing. For a free quote, call 1-800-700-4350. Be sure your budget's protected. Be sure with the Shield, American Home Shield. For a free quote on flexible plans to meet your needs and budget, call 1-800-700-4350. That's 1-800-700-4350. Limitations and exclusions apply. See plan for details. Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Now, there is Reveal. Beverly Hills celebrity dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman took nearly a decade to develop Reveal from natural botanicals to return to a full-body head of hair. Reveal for men and women with a 30-day money-back guarantee at G. GCNLife.com or toll free 844-443-6637. 844-443-6637. Reveal at GCNLife.com. Hi, this is Nick Pope. You're listening to the Paracast. So we have a CE7, what about a 6.5 and etc. Yeah, well, you got number one. Do you want me to explain them to you in more detail? Well, we want to go beyond three and four. Okay. Well, you've got one and two, which are the, your basic sighting. So that's a sighting in which one or more UFOs, uh, aerial phenomenon described as sources or similar description. It's not attributed to known modern day tech, unexplained lights, and the most common sighting anyway. Then you've got CE2, which is UFO. Uh, it's been witnessed or seen associated known and sometimes unknown phenomena. So it's, it's either known with maybe an aircraft or a helicopter accompanying it, crop circles, terrain or landscape damage. Uh, right. Scott, uh, I'm just going to go with you along with this just for the sort of the mainstream too so and i'll be very brief and mm-hmm. then we can c- continue so i've got first we've got limited to visual observation second includes lasting environmental interaction or disruption which is what yeah. you're describing now so yeah okay yeah. let's continue 
Okay, and then you've got scarred or mutilated animals, livestock, electronic or mechanical interference or damage, catalepsy, which is a, a, a form of trance state, paralysis or a body seizures or some form oh. of natural physical occurrence. Okay, that's a different one. I'm talking about the Hynek Valley system here, which is kinds of close encounter experiences out of the UFO experience, you know, from QFOS. And so when we get into that sort of thing, now we've suddenly moved up to the fifth in that scale. So mm. a lot of them actually cross over into, into each other because when you try and put something pigeonhole a sighting into one of the categories, you'll find that it covers quite a few of the categories. It can. Yes, you're absolutely right about that. They're just general categories. But then, okay, so let's go, we go up to third, includes the observation of animated entities, some kind of aliens. Fourth, yeah. includes interaction with them in some way, shape, or form. And fifth, includes positive or negative physical changes to the witness. And then that could include from there, okay, well, you know, I got impregnated or whatever. So then in the system that you're working with there, you're taking it up to the sixth and seventh levels. Yeah, like number six is, um, well, it's generally uh, the inhabitants, uh, they directly cause injury or death. It doesn't just occur really. Again, that goes back to the mutilation side of it because there are examples and instances where humans have been actually, you know, killed by so called UFOs and things that are cases. Burn, so. Yeah, lasers. There's, yeah, absolutely. There's definitely, yeah. you know, that counts as negative physical <laughs> changes, I would yeah. say. So that's what I mean. A lot of them actually are very, very close and interactive with each other. So I found that with the book when I was putting a case forward, it wasn't just CE1, it'd be CE1, CE3, you know, and like that. So Interesting. Yeah, we'll have to check that out. It, it should be very interesting to check your book out because this field itself tends to change and how people look at these various categories also seems to shift and change over time so it's definitely worth checking out from that perspective mm, yes yeah, uh, gotta get into and you mentioned this just a little while ago crop circles now we've seen some videos of like spheres of light like glowing orbs going around in fields and then creating crop have you looked at those or analyzed any of those yeah i've had i've had a look into it obviously it interests me i go down to wiltshire from time to time it's it's obviously a great place for crop circles it's not my expertise side it interests me greatly but the interesting thing for me is really the way the crop circles are formed obviously like you said people see lights and then later on they'll go and and there are, there's a crop circle there some description when you actually analyze going into the uh, stalk of the the grain or whatever it is, the, the the crop that's been felled by the whatever has caused the crop circle to be made. You look at the the nodes, the called the nodes within the the actual stalk of the grain, and you'll find on original whether you class them original or faked crop circles because there are people that go out and fake them too. Oh, yeah, um, we know that, you know. Yeah. There's a few that are a little harder to explain. But you have to explain the actual crop itself when it's felled. If it is a real crop circle, that the nodes, which are sort of like 
in between like the yeah, like the joint in the actual stem. They're they're not actually broken. They're actually just like the fluid or whatever it's inside is forced out and it's not broken. So the actual crop will continue to grow. Yeah, the, it, it's it's a very interesting, but again, it's another subject vastly out there on its own. So what's in store for your future? What is your kind of your future plans? And you've got this one book out. Are you going to be doing any talks soon? Um, yeah, I'm hopefully planning on doing some talks or starting to talk because I don't really have done public talking before. So uh, I, I feel that's the next stage. And obviously, I'm always thinking of the next book that I could bring out because I also do the, the page that I write on my UF only page. And I also write for the Outer Limits magazine, do articles for them and, and such. So um, they've got a conference coming up in Pontefract in the UK here. So that'll be a good talk because Kelvin Parker's coming over for his one and only talk for his book through Philip Mantle. Um, so that'll be a, a interesting to hear him and his accounts. And of course, you've got the Youth Only YouTube channel as well. So you'll probably, we'll probably be seeing some more videos from you. Yeah, I, I really brought that channel out because through Facebook, um, you couldn't actually put a lengthy video on there. You wouldn't allow you to put it on there. So I had to sort to um, put a link so people could see the videos that I'd actually analysed. Yeah, I'm always trying to look for the next thing. If something comes my way and it's it warrants to go on there, I mean, because there's an awful lot that I don't actually put on there that doesn't get past me sort of thing. And then the book, it's just come out now, the UFOlogy Umbrella, that's the Flying Disc Press, Philip Mantle, and it's available on Amazon, as is the UFO photo. Yeah, you know, one thing we just only briefly brushed on, and that is that your wife came up with the name Euphonely. Do you work closely with her, and what sort of relationship do you have with each other with respect to your work? Difficult, as in ufology, because she believes there are little green men, but that's as far as she'll go. Um, <laughs> but she is interested when I bring a book out, and um, a funny little story. She doesn't normally go to any conferences because I go to quite a few and talks and things like that. Um, the only time she ever wanted to come to a talk with me was to the anniversary, 50th anniversary of Eric Van Daniken. So, Jason, if our listeners want to know more about what you do, let's recap this. Where can they check you out? They can get hold of me um, on my Facebook page, on Twitter, and Google Plus, UF only. I'm actually on on Stella too. If they have any images or anything they need to discuss or analyze in, I'm happy to do it for them. Also got my new book out, UFOlogy Umbrella, which is available through Flying Disc Press, Philip Mantle, and available on Amazon. And my first book is also available, UFO Photo. Hey, this has been really a fun session with Jason. He's going to be back. Okay? That's what they say with James Bond. James Bond right. will be back. <laughs> Jason Greaves will be back. You can find more stuff about us if you go to Twitter and look for the Paracast. On Facebook, there are two Paracast community, group, whatevers. And we're thinking what's going to happen with Facebook after paying that 
tiny little $5 billion fine, which is like me dropping a penny in comparison to how things work there. We have the Paracast Plus, which is the best way to listen and support the show. We offer a version of the show free of the network ads, better quality audio, and the After the Paracast podcast, which can be a continuation, color commentary, exclusive interviews like with Morgan Knudsen, who's due for the next edition of After the Paracast. Don't forget, go to plus.theparacast.com, plus.theparacast.com for more information. Jason Greaves, thank you for joining us on the Paracast. Great, I've really enjoyed myself. Thank you very much. Featuring Gene Steinberg is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast.